Crufts 2023, it's been an incredible four days at the NEC. Thousands of people coming to see some fantastic dogs. And one of the busiest areas of Crufts is Discover Dogs, where every breed represented by the Kennel Club uh, is on display, where you can come and talk to experts and breeders to get advice on that breed. Now, many people will be looking at golden retrievers, maybe pugs, maybe Labradors. They're very popular. But there are breeds on the vulnerable breed lists where perhaps fewer than 300 registrations each year are registered with the Kennel Club. The Otterhound is one of those, a historic breed, but now on that vulnerable breed list. Julie Farrington, you've come from Staffordshire, not far away from, no. the, from the NEC. No, just with your, the with, with your Otterhounds. Um, tell me about the breed, Julie. Right, they are quite misunderstood I think as in you see the size of them and you immediately think they're going to be big they're going to be difficult but they're not they're so easy going they're so laid back they're so affectionate um, they'll make an ideal lap dog if they weren't so happy <laughs> that's a big lap dog it Julie. is a big lap dog one of the biggest we found but ideally um, yeah they, they will take over your sofa and your bed if you don't watch it so does the size of the dog belie its nature it's it's one of those gentle giant type situations uh, where you get there's a lot of breeds out there the big dogs and they are just so chilled they're just so laid back they just love life um, and yeah if they've got a lap and a sofa to sit on watching the telly they're quite happy um, they make good pets but they do, do they do they need a lot of exercise no, not really. They're one of those dogs where if you want to do a 10-mile hike, they'll quite happily tag along with you. However, if you've got a day that the weather's appalling or you don't really want to go out, they'll quite happily snuggle up and watch Netflix with you. <laughs> it's interesting over the years, Julie, isn't it, seeing breeds like the Golden Retrievers and Labradors, which are popular, but then the smaller breeds like the French Bulldogs, as I, as I mentioned at the top of our chat, becoming popular because people's lifestyles perhaps have changed. How important is it for people to make an informed decision when perhaps they're thinking about an otterhound? Yeah, I think it is absolutely paramount that you look into that breed particularly. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of thick cases that people have gone for the dogs purely because of it being a trend dog or because of it looks cute. Um, but you've got to remember that that dog is going to grow up, it's going to have certain requirements, it's going to have certain temperaments, and that might not necessarily fit in with your lifestyle six, eight, 12 months down the line when that dog's a bit older. Um, and also, um, if you're a first-time dog breed, a dog owner, you're going to have to understand these um, elements of the breed in order so you don't get problems later down the line with behavioural issues. Yeah, absolutely. So what was it that started it for you with Otterhounds? Um, I was doing exactly the same as some of the people here. I wanted to get back into owning dogs. We'd been out of the game for a few years because we both worked full-time. That changed, so we came to Discover Dogs and literally went round asking uh, the breeders and the people manning the stands what their dogs were like and just to get an idea of what dog would actually fit our lifestyle and our, uh, our outlook, our hobbies um, and yeah we came across these uh, a bit like me, very little maintenance uh, like the outdoor life um, but yeah 
lazy and laid back if they wanted to be. I thought that'll suit me fine, thank you. <laughs> they do say the, uh, there's a lot of similarity between owners and their dogs, don't they? I think you put your, put your finger on it there, Julie. So had you drawn up a short list? Had you got sort of half a dozen that you were considering and then went back yeah. and had a think about it? Yeah, that's basically it. Um, I think from our backgrounds, I used to breed and show Staffordshire Bull Terriers when I was younger. Uh, my mum used to breed, show and race whippets. Uh, my partner's family bred boxers. Um, so you get an idea of what sort of size you want. Um, and you know, but then, like I said, you've got to be practical. How much time can you give over to grooming? How much time can you give over to exercise and training? Um, the, the genetics of the breed, what they were designed to do. Can you actually... Uh, fit that in as well uh, these are scent hounds so I do man trailing with mine so he gets out and about using that nose uh, and uh, it's one way that they can chill out and relax because that nose, that scent work gives them something for the brain to do man trailing man trailing okay yeah this is following the scent of a, a man. man yeah Good. literally they go off and hide leave you an item of clothing that they've worn and that dog just then literally follows the scent to find the, the person <laughs> how long t- traditionally does an otter hound tend to live because a lot of people will be thinking you know particularly if they're looking at pedigree breeds they want a companion for a long time yeah i mean these ones on average will live to probably sort of 11 12 years of age there are some that are a lot older and unfortunately we've had some that's crossed the rainbow bridge a little too early at sort of eight and nine so um but yeah keep them healthy uh, all the breeders of the otter hounds uh, do general health checks. Uh, we have a hip and elbow scores done. Uh, we have our own health committee, um, and the breeders are aware of the shrinking genetic pool that we've got, and just make sure that everything is in in tip-top condition as a, and as healthy as the dogs can be. Obviously, your interest, just finally, Julie, is is keeping the breed going, increasing that gene pool, because the vulnerable breed list, as I say, is probably fewer than 300 registrations um, a year. But it is important people should know um, about buying from a reputable breeder and where to get that information. Definitely. That reputable breeder will know the lines. They will know uh, which lines are healthy. Um, Otter hounds have been known to have epilepsy so we can take those dogs out of the equation completely and so we know that the dogs that we are breeding are as healthy and genetically diverse as we can do and that is ideal then for people that are looking at these dogs and not only that but that breeder will also help you in the future if you need any help or advice or uh, assistance with with your dog in whatever shape or form it is whether it's training whether it's health issues those breeders will be there to help you out in the future were you cheering on the otter hound last night we were yes we were um yeah pity he wasn't shortlisted but he did an excellent job he's a really fabulous it showed dog. well in the ring didn't he it, did so he's fabulous hopefully it'll attract the attention of many more people julie lovely to catch up with you thank you for bringing it's dougal this, it this is, one is it's and, dougal. and the other one you have is, is one oh, right thank you for bringing them to crofts really good to catch up with you thank no you no problem thank you